Welcome to Getting Cozy with Erin Hill. Now here's our mama. Hey y'all, welcome back to Getting Cozy with Erin Hill. Today I'm so excited because I have two entrepreneurs who have created this business that is so incredible that I'm so just thrilled to be basically introducing you guys to this amazing company that I actually have the opportunity to work with as well. So before I get into all of that, I just want to let you guys know that they have decided to remain anonymous for personal reasons, and I will be referring to them by D and R, so don't be thrown off by that. But um, So I just want to welcome D and R to the podcast from Nomad's Place. Yay! Welcome, guys. Thanks, Erin. Yeah, thank you, Erin. Thanks so much for having us. Of course, and we just want to explain what Nomad's Place is. It's a new event production company in New York City, and you guys have a dream, right? You had a dream to create this company, because why? Tell me why you created this company. Yeah, I think that's a, a great question. We've been asked a couple times, and my answer is always pretty consistent, and it's uh, completely by accident. So um, R and I both moved to the city about maybe six or seven months ago, and I have a rooftop in my building, and we just decided to have a, you know, a little, little rooftop gathering to welcome some more friends, meet some more friends. And from there, those rooftop gatherings turned into more. We decided to charge for them and then kind of stumbled into New York City nightlife and have been hosting events at different venues across the city, and uh, it's kind of just gone from there. Yeah, the first one we had, um, we, we had a, a lot of people come by. It was a, it was a great view. Um, thankfully, uh, he's got a great, uh, great rooftop view. Second time, we just wanted to cover the cost of the drinks and food that we provided. And um, we, were, we were sitting downstairs in his apartment and uh, just on a whim decided to break out an Excel sheet and figured out that not only had we had a great time putting it together, but it could actually make some sense as a business. And um, we had already started hanging out pretty often. Um, we started thinking about all the directions we could take it in, and that sort of brought us to where we are today. It's just been, you know, growing, you know, a lot every single month between then and now. And um, now we're uh, we're talking with you and uh, joining up with you in a, a partnership as well. Yeah, that's so exciting. And, you know, I love having people on this podcast that have these just incredible passions and dreams and, you know, to make that happen to make that a reality is just it's it's so impressive and I wanted to you know have you guys on to talk about that and how that kind of came to be so thank you for being here and sharing all of that with me now we have to tell our listeners because I think it's really funny kind of how we got in communication so you guys it was so random I it was like 12 30 at night you know a couple weeks ago and I get this dm um, from D. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely I think, him. <laughs> I'm assuming. Yeah. And uh, it says basically, hey, you know, we're an event production company in New York and uh, we'd, we'd love to talk to you about collaboration. And I'm thinking, I'm in California. How am I going to help you in New York? And so we had the most amazing conversation the next day and I was sold. I thought this is an incredible idea. I absolutely love, you know, going to 
parties and and meeting new people and I'm a social butterfly at heart. I've been able to, you know, grow my network and 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 the people that I, you know, that I know in my world and my community if you will, you know, with getting cozy. And uh, it was just it was such a perfect little marriage, you know, little uh, little partnership. So we talked a lot more and you know, now we are kind of getting into the next stages of me, you know, promoting these events for them. And it's very, very exciting. So wanted to come on here and they're, they're going to be a sponsor of the podcast, which I really appreciate that. We, we want to make sure you guys know all the, all the hot events that are going on all over the country. We're going to talk about the current events that are happening. There's one happening this weekend. So we, you know, we, we got to tell you guys about it. And so that you can, uh, if you're in that area, definitely go check it out. Right. And you got to come see me when, you know, I'm going to be at the parties in New York City here. We're going to talk all about that and we're going to get into it. So let's talk about, so you talked about your, like your first couple parties, right? So when was the, when was the point where you said, okay, we need to make this a business. I think that this is like a viable business. You said after the second party, you know, you were, you were covering your expenses, but when were you thinking we could really like make money from this like we could this could really be like a lucrative business opportunity i think it was either after the second party or leading up to the third event as uh, as r mentioned after the the second party we came downstairs and you know went on excel and it's funny that he mentioned excel because r and i both have a background on wall street uh we, we both work in new york city finance and excel is pretty prevalent in that field so we always model out to see whether or not events make sense but I think it was either after that event as we started to model out the numbers and just you know say see if we charge a little higher cut some uh, cut some costs and just made made things a bit more streamlined we thought it made sense it was either then or leading up to the third event when once uh you know people started like you know RSVPing and like you know letting us know that they were interested um for me I think it was really leading up to the third event because that's when we first were actively trying to turn a profit uh, doing it. Um, I, I think that that's not necessarily what we were driven by. I, we, at that point, we definitely enjoyed the idea. I think we might have thought of it as pretty much a pipe dream, but the idea that you know we could put on these events. And I, I think I could speak for both of us when I could say that um, in New York and during my college years, I had you know, I had made a lot of you know, my best memories and closest friendships from being out on the town and you know having those sorts of interactions. So we knew it was going to be fun. We knew we wanted to try and make money from it as well and make this a business. Um, I think both of us kind of have an entrepreneurial spirit to us, independent thinkers. Um, we, we definitely, you know, we, we butt heads with each other, but, you know, love working together as well. And um, we kind of, uh, for, for me, as that first third event was really around the corner, I started to think that, you know, it was getting bigger every time and we could really grow this and make it our own. So, yeah, that was, that was uh, the case for me. Yeah, that's awesome. So I guess my question is, how long have you guys known each other? Yeah, that's a good question. Not not as long as you'd think, uh, given the amount of time and everything that's into it. <laughs> this is a funny story, though. <laughs> so I, I, th- I moved into, this, into New York I think in June, you came, what, like middle of July? July. Yeah. So it's weird. So my co-worker's roommate's friend was ours frat brother uh, at at college. And Mm -hmm. I think it was at, after one of our company events, I 
was out with my coworker and he invited his roommates and his friends and Ari came through. And I remember my, my first impression was this guy. He walks in, of course, he's 20 minutes late to the meeting. Okay. We're all hanging. That's not. Although technically true, there's context. Yeah, yeah. So, so he's late and, and he, he tries to make it up to us by buying a round of drinks. And of course, he, he puts on his card to buy everyone a drink. And of course, the first interaction I have with this guy is the bartender coming and saying, hey, sorry, our, your card is declined. Yeah. Um, so yeah, once again, although technically true, there's a lot of context here. So I had just moved um, to New York and I hadn't changed my personal, uh, my permanent address. So I had a problem for about the first three weeks to a month I was here where I'd be out and about, and um, especially if it was late at night, I would charge my card, and then I would get a like a fraud warning from uh, my bank because um, they had no idea yet that I lived in New York City, and um, where I'm from is hundreds of miles away, so you know right. they're thinking your card was stolen and someone's withdrawing um, you know, a couple hundred dollars from an ATM to go to a bar or uh, to buy some <laughs> drinks at two in the morning on a Saturday night in New York City, you know, it might be a suspect. So I had to, I had this one ATM card that I had to keep like going to an ATM and getting cash. But um, another part of the story he's leaving out is um, uh, D works very long hours. So this guy, by the time I was getting there, and according to my friends before this, was falling asleep at the bar sort of over and over. He, he had very, very long work week. So on our end, that was my first impression, but we were talking later in the night and turned out we were neighbors in New York. Um, and a couple weeks later, we decided to meet up, hang out like one-on-one for the first time. Yeah, so I think, I think we, we exchanged numbers that night. I was like, okay, sure, I got his number. Maybe I'll reach out to him. Then I, then I kept bumping into him. I kept seeing him. Well, I would go out with my coworker just to dinner or lunch or whatever. I kept bumping into him. After a certain point, maybe it was you, maybe it was me, like, let's let's meet up. So we decided to meet up, and I invite him over to my building, and, you know, we have our first in-person meeting, and that oh. didn't really go as, as expected. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I show up, right? Like I said, we are, um, we're neighbors. We only live a couple blocks away. But um, I arrive at his apartment building. I give him a call, and then I notice the entire block in front of his apartment building. And now this is a... This building takes up the entire block. It's blocked off with police tape. So this was, it was actually quite oh, terrifying. No. There was actually a stabbing in the, outside the lobby of the building. And oh um, he was not aware that this had happened. And he asked, hey, where are you? Um, just come up. And I, was, I, I said to him, you know, uh, I, I don't think that's going to be possible right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the person ended up being, thank God, okay. Um, but okay. Um, yeah, we, we ended up going well, you know, back around the back of the building and um, sort of you know, derailed the first hour of the night. But you know, despite all this, we had a great night hanging out and uh, doing it ever since. <laughs> ever since then, he's tried to make the argument that, the, uh, that my building isn't very safe, but I think it's the opposite. So the man who was stabbed <laughs> did not live in the building. He was walking along and he got into... He, he got into a, a scholarly discussion with, you know, another person and said person decided to bring out a knife and stab him. And he, you know, ran into our building to, to seek refuge. So if anything, I think that tells you, I think, I think that's a testament to the safety of the building that he ran there, 
bleeding a little bit on the lobby floor, of course, but he ran to the building to oh be safe, God. and yeah. he was safe afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're, you're, you're wow, great. that is quite the story. Yeah. What a great salesperson for the property manager you are. Right. <laughs> we, we won't mention, we won't mention it. That's yeah. so funny. So you guys were just fast friends after that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then all of the other, you know, stuff kind of followed suit. And I just, I love that, you know, I think in this world, it's hard to find people that are like-minded and also have like the same types of like goals and dreams and values and, it's just so awesome that you guys like found each other. I think it was like meant to be, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, we, like you said, we we're definitely fast friends. And then I think starting uh, Nomad's Place together brought us, uh, brought us a lot closer on top of that. So let's talk about um, some short and long-term goals. And then we'll get back to actually promoting the events that are coming up. Because, you know, I'm sure our listeners are dying to know when they can come and enjoy a nomad's place party, right? So Mm -hmm. what would you say some of your short-term goals are, meaning the goals that would happen um, by the end of this year, maybe? Let's say, like you know, we're we're saying like in a few months' time, basically. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a great question. Short-term, we have two major events coming up. We have our, so we're based in New York, but we have our Miami debut next week on February 5th. We have our first event in Miami. Uh, believe it or not, we're actually not going to go. <laughs> we, we thought about it. We, we thought it made more sense to get people to help us out, boots on the ground. So we have our Miami event on February 5th, but even bigger than that, on February 10th, we're actually hosting the official after party for the opening night of New York Fashion Week. So we're, we're hoping that that goes well, uh, you know, have a great event, and, and, you know, that leads into hosting events for Miami Fashion Week, LA Fashion Week, and then once again, New York Fashion Week in the fall. But I'd say by the end of the year, we'd like to be more established. We want to have a presence in New York, Miami, <laughs> L.A., and maybe Philly as well. Have a couple more cities. So like, I guess to put it in one sentence, short-term goal for this year is to have multiple events going on at the same time in multiple cities. Yeah. I, I don't think uh, D could have said it any better, uh, with the one exception of I'm not completely sold on the idea of not going to Miami uh, next weekend. I don't know for any of your <laughs> listeners in New York, but um, I like snow, but I could uh, I could weave the uh, you know five degree uh, wind chill weather we've been having, and uh, Miami sounds pretty yeah. good right now. Yeah, no, I, I, I do agree. We, uh, we've seen more snow here in the past few days than I've seen in my entire time in New York. So uh, if we get snowed in a bit more, I might reassess the decision not to go to Miami. (laughs) (laughs) And then once you're there, you might reassess the decision to ever come back to New York. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I think in terms of long term, right now, uh, Nomad's Place, it's primarily focusing on our nightlife brand, but long term, we want to, you know, expand to other aspects. So we want to do corporate events, whether that's hosting an investor relations conference or a networking event or an industry conference. A happy hour. Happy hour, you know, those type of events or personal things like birthday parties, not weddings, but receptions after weddings mm-hmm. or, or other types of events. Just any large social gathering, you know, tailgates, sporting yeah. events, live music concerts, like any any events that involves like just people coming together and being with one another. Yeah. I think it's definitely within our real house. Yeah, the goal is for you know this company to you know, connect people of. Uh, from different backgrounds um, to have a fun shared experience and get closer to one another it's really uh, that simple for us in the end 
So that would you say is like your, you know, your whole motto, like your whole MO with this, with the company? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. Um, I can already think off the top of my head. Um, you know, many people I know from different, different parts of life, different, um, different times in my life that have come together were strangers and that met at one of our events and now are now good friends. I know personally we've, we've made a lot of you know, friends through running this business in the short time we have. And um, it's the same for you know, a, a lot of people, especially people. What's kind of rewarding is to see people from his background, meet people from my background, then hit it off and now um, become close friends with each other. So yeah, it's, it, time. Yeah. it's great. Like just like through our, you know, going out to Nomad's Place, like, you know, one of the things that we're doing in the beginning was just going out into the city to meet more people. And I think during that process, when we were pushing our second or third event, that's actually when, you know, our met his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Kind of by accident, yeah. we were. Uh, I think that's, that's actually a little bit of a funny story. We're, that, that is actually quite. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's a good one. So I was out at a bar, yeah, as as one does on a on a typical weekend in New York. Um, I was actually with a couple friends um, from college and uh, D. Um, so a little context: this bar has four different floors. So we kind of we we're outside, kind of made our way down a level, then another level. And I, I, I don't want to call this typical. I just, you know, had, had to, um, you know, introduce myself to uh, this woman. I, so, I so at this point, I, this is where I have to cut in because that is <laughs> not what happened. That's, that's, uh, that's sort of, you know, that's R can broad be, strokes. R can be a little shy sometimes. He, he, he saw someone across, they made eye contact, they had a little bit of connection. I was like, hey, why don't you walk up and say hello, introduce yourself. He's like, oh no, she's with her friend, they're having a conversation, I don't want to interrupt, we should just leave them alone. I was like, oh, come on, we should just go over there, introduce ourselves, say hello, or she could say it's no. So yeah, I, I give him a little bit of a push, he walks in there and, you know. Turns out the worst she could say wasn't no, she actually didn't <laughs> say anything. Um, so but, but, before I could even so much as get like, uh, you know, hello out, um, she like, you ever seen in a in a movie, especially a sitcom, like a sort of a dismissive wave, like sort of the, oh, the yeah. hand down coming up. It, it was it yeah, was yeah, yeah. it was almost it was almost cinematic, um, just like the, the timing of it all. Oh, um, no. But in retrospect, what what she's told me is that there had been like some um, some guys at the the bar that night who were um, you know, pr- pretty annoying. So she was um, she was kind of already um, you know ticked off, but thankfully. Dee actually ended up uh, talking to her friend for a while. They hit it off and were having a conversation. And then I came back around, introduced myself as his friend, and uh, actually kind of as, like the, as an icebreaker, asked her to buy me a drink. And she decided to. Um, we ended up you know, okay. spending the next four and a half hours just talking to each other and um, sort of been doing that ever since. So just one of the many uh, you know, great things this uh, period uh, time in New York is brought yeah I mean as a dating coach I have to say like great you know for you to muster the courage and go talk to her and and I think it is all about like eye contact if someone's making eye contact with you you know they're interested (laughs) right I mean no one's going to make eye contact with someone who they're not like attracted to or or if they do it won't be long right so um it's just reading those signs and I think that's great that you know that you went for it and look what happened as a result so that's that's awesome yeah it's it's funny that you mentioned courage I think it was 
less courage and more so him being physically pulled in that direction by myself. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, potato, potato. You know? Well, yeah. I mean, Same a thing. little, you know, you got to be his wingman or whatever, right? Yeah. So it's, it's all good. It's yeah. all good. You have a good wingman there for sure. Obviously, there are other event production companies out there. What what differentiates Nomad's Place from their their companies? I'd say there, there are a lot of other event production companies, but I'd say... I, mean, I can't speak for all of them, but I, I don't know about any others that are run by two uh, guys straight out of school working on Wall Street. But the way that we approach uh, our events is very, like, you know, structured and organized and corporate. Like, we, I don't know how many people model out on Excel before they decide to have an event, you know? <laughs> like, we're very detail-oriented. We, you know, talk Q1, Q2. We're always planning ahead. And I'd say one thing for us is that a lot of times we, we, we will host an event at a venue, whether it's a club or a bar or an art gallery. But one of our goals for each event is to make sure that any night that we're having at a venue is different from a night that you could otherwise go to. Mm-hmm. So say I'm hosting an event at, at Brass Monkey. That's the, the, the place where our met his, his girlfriend. If we're, if we're hosting an event at Brass Monkey, I want that night at Brass Monkey to be distinct from any other night at, at Brass Monkey. I don't want it to just be any other night at Brass Monkey. It's a, a nomad's place event. So you walk in there, the vibe is different. We, we spend a lot of time carefully curating the event, hiring the right DJs, the right uh, decorations to make sure that it's, it's, it's actually <laughs> distinct from another night. Yeah. I'm sure R, R can add a little bit more to that as well. Yeah, New York City light, nightlife is obviously, um, it's very competitive. There are you know, a lot of different players, um, we'd be lying if we said we even knew all of them. It's also incredibly chaotic. Uh, it's a massive in- industry that's incredibly segmented. No one really has a dominant market share. And a lot of people who produce an event are um, pretty much, they're satisfied to you know, promote a particular club, bring musicians into a particular club or venue, and kind of rinse, rinse and repeat, just do it over and over again. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. There certainly isn't. But, you know, thinking about, you know, why we want to get in this in the first place is we want to make something that's our own, right? It's not really, you know, fun and would sort of feel like a a chore to kind of do that over and over again. I I know this is the case for both of us. We want to produce, you know, events that months from now or years from now, we're going to remember doing that and that experience and the time all of us had. Um, so, you know, that's what we're kind of all about. That being said, certainly it's, it's always an uphill battle. Um, I mean, I could go on for days. Some of the, you know, some of the stories of <laughs> the inner workings of New York City nightlife. Uh, it is, uh, it is, it is a uh, wild, wild west out there for, for sure. <laughs> And, and it's a learning process, you know. I mean, yeah. you guys are are just getting into it, and you're just learning everything. And and thankfully, uh, you know, we have a mutual friend now who's really helping yeah. to uh, advise and 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 give a lot of great, you know, information, tips, and tricks, and all that of working, you know, with the people, you know, in the nightlife uh, industry. Grateful for that, right? To have people that uh, that are experts in the field that that can um, can lend their expertise. So. I would like to discuss the event that is going to be happening in March. I'm very excited about this event. You guys have uh, have told me a lot about it. Uh, can we discuss? Oh, the yacht. Oh, okay. yeah, the yeah. yacht. So, yeah, we're actually be, yeah, be renting yeah. out a yacht that fits about 
five hundred. Five fifty. On, to be exact. on paper, it says five fifty, but I think that means like six hundred, six fifty. Uh, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I, at C, five fifty means five fifty. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's flexible. <laughs> we we can figure it out. It's it's flexible. It's a yacht. We promise it's not the Titanic. <laughs> I was about to say it's that it's not the Titanic, and uh, the you know, the Hudson River will not be icy by late March. Uh, yeah, well, knock on wood. <laughs> but yeah, so, yeah. So, the, yeah, so so the event on March that's March twenty sixth. We already have that locked in. That serves two purposes. One. To celebrate the end of Q1, to, to have a, you know, we hope to have a successful quarter. I don't know that that's going to be on the advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> that won't be on the advertisement, but internally that's what we're doing. I guess what will be on the advertisement is that that will actually be celebrating the, the six-month anniversary of Nomad's Place. Mm-hmm. Nomad's Place started on September 25th, 2021. Event will be the day after the six-month anniversary, and we'll be very happy to have 550 of our closest friends <laughs> on a yacht to, to celebrate the, uh, the first uh, half year. And all the accomplish, accomplishments that come with that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll, I'll be there with bells on. You will be there. Of course. Yeah, you uh, will be there. <laughs> we came up with the idea. We were evaluating after New Year's. New Year's was um, you know, a very big night for us. A very big night in nightlife in general. And we were thinking about you know, what our plans for the next couple months were. And what we'd like to build towards. And obviously you know, a lot of exciting things have happened since then. But yeah, that is that is something we are really looking forward to. You know, we've we've done events on land, both ground level, rooftops, but you now now we're taking it to the seas. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you mentioned uh, New Year's, and I, I'd be I'd be crazy not to mention New Year's. Like New Year's, I think that was like our I, I, at this point it was definitely our, our biggest and most successful event. Which is ironic because we were actually thinking about canceling it. Like you know, we are in New York City, and that week we had a I lot mean, of. You mean you? I, I yes, me. <laughs> I, I was concerned. Yeah. Okay. To be fair, there was you know that was peak Omicron. A lot of venues were canceling different yeah. events. We weren't sure about turnout. I thought about potentially pulling the plug and just cutting our losses. Yeah. But we, we were decided over budget. We, we were over budget, uh, and on the, a lot of things. Some of those budgets just. Might have been my fault, might have been his fault, you know, tomato, tomato, you know, no way, no, no need to get into that. Uh, but we, we decided to, you know, just go for it. And we had, had by far our most successful event. A lot of people came, great venue at the Barrier Electric. Staff were so helpful in, you know, helping us put together, very supportive, great DJs. A lot of our friends came. One of our friends' birthday on New Year's Eve. And afterwards, the DJs that we hired, because, you know, the owners of Nomad's Place, us, were anonymous. A lot of our DJs were getting, you know, phone calls and DMs and text messages saying, "Hey, like, who's who are these Nomads Place guys? Like, how do we get in touch with them? We'd love to do an event with them." We we're like, "Wait, what?" It's just out of nowhere, oh. kind of got like a little like fifty minutes of fame. We wanted we wanted to extend it a bit further after after New Year's. Yeah, definitely. I'm glad that you brought that up because that was going to be my next question. Let's talk about what happened on New Year's because I think that really kind of solidified your like was that very validating for you guys for the company absolutely yeah absolutely i i think you know uh kind of like like you said new year's is big for anyone but particularly us just starting out it certainly you know if it gone poorly i don't wouldn't call it make or break but certainly going well it certainly made it um (laughs) you know we we just had you know this this rush of people who decided to come out um, sort of the same thing. People from all sorts of different, you know, friend groups that we had or who knew, you know, some of the DJs that we were working with, some of whom, you know, we, we had 
you know, connections to from, you know, where people went to school or, you know, friends groups that they had. And it was, it was really just even more so than, you know, how many people turned out or how well it may have done financially. It was more so that, you know, it felt like, it felt like our thing and it felt like people were really being themselves and having a great time. Certainly, uh, you know, the birthday boy that night certainly had a, had a <laughs> really great time. Side note, I, I cannot imagine what it must be like to you know, be in your early 20s and have a birthday on New Year's Eve and be living in New York. That sounds just right. preposterous. But it's funny that you mentioned friend groups because we actually knew very few people there. Yeah, so that's yeah, that funny. I yeah. think that it was our event, maybe there was 250, maybe 300 people there. I knew at most five to 10 people there, which is just a testament to how well the promoters that we hired did. Like they just hired, did they, we, hired yeah. we hired a lot of different promoters. They came together, they brought their people. And I knew maybe five, 10 people there, which is great because as the event producer, yeah. it's not really on us to be the ones promoting or pushing. So it's like, the less people I know, the better actually. It makes it easier for us to stay anonymous, be behind the scenes, but still, you know, have a good time and, yeah. and entertain the few guests that we actually did personally. Yeah. <laughs> Felt very exciting. Very stressful though. Sort of the um, the other part of producing an event is when you're actually there, there's always five things that go wrong. There's people who don't have their tickets or their tickets that were misplaced. There's a DJ arguing with another DJ about what kind of music they're playing and what time they're getting on and what time they're leaving. There's the manager at the bar complaining about a guest who says that they're you and need a bunch of free stuff from them. You know, <laughs> like uh, that's not an exaggeration. Uh, that's happened probably at 75% of the events we've had so far. Yeah. Wow. So it is, it's responsibility, but you know, it's kind of a rush. I, I think kind of an ironic thing we both talked about is that since we got into nightlife, we've really stopped partying very, very often, if at all ourselves, <laughs> um, especially not at, you know, any of our own events, but you know, it's, it's rewarding and it's kind of a, for those couple hours, a bit of a adrenaline rush. It's nice. Well, when it goes well. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm excited to be there in person and, and get great content, you know, for us and, mm. and really just um, show everyone what they're missing if they're not there, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's just going to get bigger from here. We have a lot of big things coming in February, you know, like you said, just this upcoming week, then, you know, weeks after that. And in, in March, we, um, we will be uh, setting sail. Um, so I hope everyone, uh, circles their calendars for that one. Yes. March 26th. I can confirm that I spoke to Peter Weber and he said he will be attending 100%. Pilot Pete. Okay. That's great. So, Pilot Pete will be so we have both sea and air covered. So, so why don't you tell me? <laughs> maybe, maybe he'll fly like and land on the yacht. Maybe. All right. You know, great. Sea, air, and land. Speaking of The Bachelor, though, I would love to kind of touch on that. And I've, I've talked to you guys about this. We would love to have, like, Bachelor-themed um, events where, you know, we have a lot of Bachelor Nation attend from, you know, from the shows. So we're definitely going to, you know, get something like that in the works. I think we've discussed that. And I think, you know, this is a reality TV podcast, so that would um, make a lot of people happy to hear that, I'm sure. So, you know, we're going to have those hopefully all across the country because we have a lot of uh, different pockets in the in the country where they live. You know, there's a, a high concentration in New York, obviously, Chicago, uh, L.A., San Diego, mm -hmm. um, Austin, just to name a few, you know. 
So I think that'd be a lot of fun and uh, definitely bring, you know, a different kind of crowd in as well. So I'm excited to uh, plan that with you guys. Yeah, I'm personally very excited about that concept. Not a shame to say I've been a big fan of The Bachelor, Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise throughout, really starting in college, I think. And, um, you know, afterwards, even, even before, you know, meeting you and uh, learning a lot more about the community outside of the shows. So that is, yeah, that, that's something that I think excites both of us quite a bit. Definitely. I, I wouldn't say that I'm as, uh, as diehard die of a fan as you are going back to college, but I'd say I probably got into that stuff last summer. Uh, last summer, I had a chance to actually uh, just like get into F-Boy Island. I think that's probably like one of my favorite reality TV shows. I had a chance to meet Mark from from the uh, from the show in person over the summer when he was in New York. Uh, you know, I, I liked him. You know, he's also you know Wall Street background, super friendly guy. Talked to him, met the cast, and got weirdly into the show. And then I was really sad when you know he left the show, uh, but you have still followed him afterwards, and you know got a chance to meet other bachelor people uh, from different shows. Like I think most recently Dustin Kendrick. Uh, we, we've got a chance to meet him and just pick his brain, learn about his, his uh, you know, guaranteed karma and the other projects that he's working on. And, uh, yeah. So I think just the, the yeah. prospect of having an event, having all these like wonderful people come together from different backgrounds could be really, really interesting. They're all so, so great. I mean, everyone I've met and had the pleasure to meet has just been incredible and very memorable, you know, very, uh, very kind people, very yeah. uh, genuine, honestly, a lot of times, nothing like what we see yeah. <laughs> on TV. So, and very generous with their time too. too. Uh, I think Absolutely. there are definitely some people who really didn't need to take time out to either be so you know kind or open to talk with us. And um, you know, just yeah, yeah, I think you know from the experiences we had, even just so far, we're both incredibly grateful for that. I was surprised, especially as someone who's just seen the shows and been a fan of the shows, just how you know you know, welcoming and kind a lot of these people are. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's it's uh, it's really nice to see that, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited to have them be, you know, kind of like our guests of honor, if you will, right? Our guests exactly, of honor. Exactly, definitely. Um, if if yeah, not you, so yourself, of really... course, he has our, our guests of honor. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron's always the guest of honor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess at this point, not even a guest now that so she's joining. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know Ed's place, yeah. yeah. Right, exactly, yeah. So, well... You know, I don't know if there's anything else you want to uh, tell the listeners about the company or anything. I mean, we can we can recap, you know, the events if you want, real quick, or you know, we can just uh, we can just say that we're going to actually come back with a part two to discuss some of the events. I guess we'll come back after maybe Fashion Week and kind of talk about what went on during then. Yeah, definitely. Work? I think you know, just you know, one thing to mention is that we're super excited about the opportunity that we've. Uh, oh yeah, we buried the lead. Yeah. Didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're looking forward to uh, you know the, the events with New York Fashion Week. A special thanks to you, Aaron, to connecting us with Kachita and Style on the Spot, and then uh, our fashion, you know, Fashion Week, of course. Are, are, are we good to you know to co- cover that? And yeah, give give, uh, give the people at home a little bit more uh, detail. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, why, why don't we give them a little bit more context? Yeah. There? So this is you know long story short, a lot of things really had to come together, but. We're incredibly excited to announce that we will be hosting the official after party uh, for New York Fashion Week in collaboration with Art Hearts Fashion uh, for opening night. It's going to be February 10th. Uh, we're starting at 10 p.m. in Midtown Manhattan. 
Um, we have you know, uh, tickets available online through our link tree and uh, linkstub.com. And um, it's going to be a really exciting time. Um, we're incredibly excited to be working with this group. Um, we had the opportunity to meet um, Kachita from, yeah. from Sound the Spot and Art Hearts Fashion. Another incredibly like welcoming and you know, generous, kind person. You know, we've loved working with them so far. They're very professional and you know, put together some really amazing content. Um, so we are, we are very, very excited for that coming up. Yeah, and Erin, thank you so much for making the introduction to, to, to Kachita. She was you know, very friendly once she knew that we knew who you were. Just very, as Harrison said earlier, generous, generous with, with her time. And she actually came over to New York last week. We had her over at the rooftop, grilled some steaks. You know, caveat. I grilled some steaks. <laughs> <laughs> you, me, we, same thing. You know, it was a, it was a team effort. Yeah, we we often grill steaks at uh, his apartment building, but he will he will invite people over and say we. He has <laughs> yet to. I think you may have turned on the grill once. So I, I turned on the grill. You, you helped me season. <laughs> you helped me season. So, a steak so I turned on the grill. I salted. I seasoned, and I timed. I, I was the timer guy. Um, that was me. Yeah, if not for me saying, hey, the timer's up, the steaks might have been burnt. So, you know. Any, any good uh, grill master knows you don't need the timer. You can just you know, feel the meat or the vegetable <laughs> or whatever's on. Tell from that. Right. Yeah. Well, and I have to shout out to Well Season, who I'm an ambassador for, mm-hmm. that I really want you guys to try this brand of steak because it's, it's pre-seasoned and it's pre-marinated and you just add heat. And, you wow. know, you've got, you've got beef options, pork options, chicken options that are just all delicious i've tried so many different you know cuts now and i am sold i am so sold so i want you guys to try yeah sure. i will certainly be uh taking you up on on that offer i don't know it sounds like a good idea for you but it, it makes me kind of irrelevant if, if it's pre-seasoned I, I don't know what i'm doing like well, what am i bringing to the table <laughs> if it's I, I don't know what to tell you i think aaron put you out of a job there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that <laughs> Yeah, just just learn how to make sides, I guess, right? Or dessert or something. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. Expand, <laughs> expand your skill set. Right. So, so it's, it's preseason, and then you, apparently you don't need me to, to time anymore. Nope. I mean, I guess other than plugging right. in the grill, I don't know what, what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> You're the entertainment now, okay? You're the entertainment. Yeah, you, now. Yeah, you, you, you still you still have a position. <laughs> Well, however we met, and, and I will say that I'm, I'm grateful to both HBO Max, FY Island, and Mark Moran for, you know, kind of bringing us together all serendipitously. Uh, and it's just, you know, what a, what a crazy world we're in. And I'm so glad you guys took that leap of faith and, and contacted me. And, and I'm just so freaking excited about what's to come. Yeah, as, as are we. You know, I, 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 not to be cliche, but, you know, I still sort of, you know, can't, can't believe it thinking of, you know, where, where we started not that long ago and all the steps along the way. So we're really excited for what's coming up next. Inspirational, honestly. I think that, you know, people hearing this and, and you guys, if you have a dream, if you have a vision, it's like, go for it. I mean, life is just too short. We got we to gotta pursue all of our dreams and our passions. And that's just what life is really all about. So please take this episode as your sign to make the next step, whatever that is, a baby step, if it's a big step, whatever it is, do something towards that goal that you have. And, uh, you know, that's just, that's, that's what makes life magical, I feel. So anyway, very happy to be connected with you guys. Very happy to be a part of all of this excitement mm-hmm. and, uh, just, you know, opportunity, um, is just incredible. So thank you so much for joining me and you guys will be back for part two after New York fashion week. 
please tune into my page, Getting Cozy with Erin, and please go follow Nomad's Place, that's N-O-M-A-D-S, Place, N-Y-C, on Instagram. Please go show them some love. Please go follow them. You're going to be seeing amazing content. They already have incredible content. Please share it. Please help us promote our parties, you know. It's time to get back and enjoy life again. Okay, guys, let's just get out there and just enjoy life. That's all we want. That's all we all want, right? Sure. <laughs> just go and enjoy life. And um, thank you so much for listening. And you guys, thank you again for being here and being my wonderful guests. And uh, hey, cheers to an incredible year, right? If I wish I had a drink in my hand, I'd cheers you guys. Okay. But we're going to be doing plenty of that in person here in <laughs> just a little bit. So. Looking forward to it. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining me. You guys, please stay safe and always stay cozy. Till next time. Bye.